Hello, hello, and welcome to Mimosas with my besties. I am Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! Yay! Here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart, and we truly hope that you do so as well. So with all that said, let's meet my co-host. Hey everyone, this is Siobhan. I am 34, an Aquarius. Been trying to think of a new fun fact for me, and it's just not hitting. So, fun fact. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just hit me. I am good for saying or making references to things. I am a Christian, um, but I am good for saying, oh, I believe it was in the book of J. Cole or in the book of Fantasia (laughs) or in the book of whatever to quote some type of lyric that will then reflect whatever point it is I'm trying to make. So somebody was saying, you know, they were getting all upset with me. So I told them, just leave me alone or just be gone. Leave me. I was like, I think it was in the book of Fantasia where it was said, free yourself. Um, Free yourself. Fun fact. (laughs) I favorite fun facts so far, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of random things I do. uh, And that was one that just hit me because I had a conversation like that today. So I was like, okay, yep. That's a fun I fact. I saw it. I saw it fall over your face. Like, I don't have a fun fact. Right. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it smack you in the face like a bat. Right. Lies. Yeah, no. I have a fun fact. Right. I lied to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's my best friend for you. Um, and like I said, my name is Erin. I'm 34 years old. I use they and she pronouns. Um, I'm from the upstate New York area. And my fun fact for this podcast is I like to take trips. Now, I want to specify um, the act of the travel. So the getting to the destination can get on my goddamn nerves, Um, (laughs) especially for fucking flying. Um, Flying as a fatty, not fun. Like all those Fs. Flying as a fatty is not fun. (laughs) Um, Because um, planes are, are just trying to shove a bunch of bitches in there. Um, and my hips are always touching people, but thank you. Uh, this not sponsored Southwest for having the persons of a larger size policy, where if you are wider than 55 inches and so your hips go over to the, to the next seat, you will get a free seat. Um, yeah, you can do two things. One, you can pay for the seat up front. So you buy two seats up front. And then when you get to the, to the, um, counter you can ask for a refund and then get your money back and then that is free so you can guarantee you have the seat or you can say hey i don't think this flight is going to fill up so i'm just going to roll the dice and so when you get there say hey i would like to invoke the person of a certain size policy and they will give you that seat for free i have only been once questioned about me being fat enough to use that and that was in orlando and they were like, I don't think you need this policy. And I looked straight down at my body and I said, is this bitch questioning my fatness? And I said, ma'am, your policy is 55 inches or above. I am 56 inches when I sit down. I will go into the seat next to you. Do I need to talk to somebody else about invoking this policy? How dare you try to come at me about whether I'm fat enough to use this policy? Were and they rude I, about it? They were so rude about it. Oh, wow. And so I complained. They gave me a $100 like um voucher or whatever Uh um when i complained about it which i never got to use because then it was covid but (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Um, I don't know if it's still there or not. Um, but flying is just a pain in the pain in the ass. It's like I can't stand it, but I like getting to the destination. Now, mm-hmm. driving, I enjoy a, a nice drive, but I think six about six hours is what I can stand before my legs and body start to hurt. And it just, you know, it starts to get to me. But um, I like to travel and I love to take trips to see my friends. Mm-hmm. And I like to have something to look forward to. And I always like I have really good memories of like vacations and trips and even my most recent visit mm-hmm. to my best friends, um, mm-hmm. even when one involves a car, my car getting towed. Like, okay. you always have like, a story. You stories always happen, but it's like if I'm with the right people, regardless of what occurs on that vacation, because guess what? You're going to plan for the best things to happen. Something shitty is always going to happen that you don't plan for on that vacation. But if you're with the right people, like I can handle a lot of things happening. And let me tell you, getting a car towed and not having that in your budget, <laughs> like really fucking sucks. But in the moment I walked out and I was like, oh, hey, to my Sagittarius bestie, um, my car is gone. And they were like, oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> and they were like, I'll help um, split the, the fee with you. And I was like, oh, that's so kind of you. And then we just went and got my car, came back. And then that evening had to figure out where to put my car again because it couldn't be parked where it needed to be parked. Um, because their stupid uh, apartment complex just wants to get money out of people. Um, and the people who confirm parking passes aren't there on the weekend. So any hoodles, um, something already always happens on your vacations. And I just always have such good fond memories when I look back on vacations and trips of the big things and the nice things that happened and not so much those like in between things that are like, Oh shit, I showed up late for something or I didn't bring, I, I'm a big overpacker. Would you would you conf- would you think would you confirm that? Would you say I'm an overpacker? I wouldn't say an overpacker. And maybe oh, it's okay. because I subscribe to the same community where it as yeah. you should definitely have clothes like if you're flying somewhere, definitely have clothes like, you know, that you're if you're having to check a bag in that check bag. But absolutely make sure you have at minimum one and a half additional outfits in your carry-on. Yes. With yes. all the important things you need. Um, and because I believe in packing by rolling your clothes, it just means you can squeeze more things in there. Um, and if I'm able to squeeze more things, then that means definitely underwear because we're not, not needing to wear the same pair two times in a row, uh, socks, you know, depending upon what, where you're going for what occasion you can squeeze in additional things. And I am all for maximizing space and putting in additional things. Listen to this. I actually found this YouTube video that's all about, um, it's not rolling or even folding. It's making a basic like, um, chunk of clothes where you're like piling the clothes and folding them on top of each other. So you have like a brick of clothes, Mm -hmm. like a Tetris kind of situation. Like, like literally kind of. Yeah. So you like put the long sleeve first and then the short sleeve and then the pants and you're just folding them on top of each other. So you literally make a brick of clothes and you get more clothes into like uh, carry-ons and more clothes into your luggage that way than you would rolling or folding. But it's a pain in the ass because then when you need anything, you have to unfold each layer of the clothes to get everything. So when I got to my destination, I have to basically unpack my entire suitcase, Mm -hmm. roll everything up so I'm prepared for that like week-long trip, but I can fit more clothes that way. So Mm -hmm. I actually stopped packing that way because it was such a pain in the ass. But also it keeps stuff from getting wrinkled. 
Okay. So I was like, yo, that's pretty dope. But yeah, so I, again, some consider me overpacking. I say I pack as well as I need to, to be prepared and comfortable. But even in those moments where you say, forget something or you think that you packed it and you didn't, um, it doesn't matter because all you have is those really fun memories of that time you spent with people that you wanted to spend time with doing stuff you want to do it with. And now COVID has changed that because you, you know, aren't traveling as much or like in, when you go visit a friend, you're mostly staying in their basement, eating crabs, watching Netflix. But that's still an awesome thing. Like that's still pretty awesome to do. Um, mm mm-hmm. I think um, and it's still kind of getting out of your space and, and, and doing something different as safe as possible. Right. Um, but memories, do you have a memory of like a trip you had that you're like, shit, this is one of my best trips or something that brings me joy that I think about like often. It, this is my um, one memory that sticks with me is my first introduction to like all inclusive resorts. Um, now I know that there are people who go on either side, people who are all for all inclusives because that's all they do or people who don't do it because they feel as if you get stuck at the resort and you don't go out and get to experience anything. Um, and mm-hmm. I am team on the fence and I will ride that hard because I absolutely appreciate the fact that food comes whenever I want it um, at no additional charge and uh, alcohol is available at no additional charge. I mean, obviously you tip and do all those other things, but you realize when you're going to an all-inclusive, you're not getting, you know, like strong drinks. They're going to give you 45, you know, extremely low alcohol content. Mm. I don't know what it is you're going to get. It's not going to be a strong drink that they're giving you. Um, unless you become really friendly with the bartender, I would presume. I don't, I don't know. But my first introduction to all-inclusive resorts was the Hard Rock in Cancun, Mexico with my mom. It was a, I can't remember. This was my first. So I'd like to also fun fact. I also like to try and name my vacations. So this was operation, (laughs) um, Uh hot chocolate on the beach operation, Christmas tree in the sand, uh, because we went in December. So they were all, um, I've been wanting like a warm Christmas for years because coming from New York, warm Christmas just isn't a thing at all. Uh, and, um, we got to the hard rock. I can't remember how we got there. I'm sure they they have like a shuttle service or whatever. Um, because those kind of resorts do, but when we got there and they put the little band on you, you get to your room, you see all the amazingness. And even before we got there, they're like, Oh, so would you like to be switched over? Cause you have the street view. Would you like the ocean view? But if we give you the ocean view, it'll be uh, a king yeah. size bed as opposed to two uh, queen size beds. Listen, I'm willing to share a bed with my mom uh, to be in Cancun and look at the ocean. To get ocean view. <laughs> this is why we are here. This is absolutely okay. We'll just, you know, we will deal. Um, and just the amazingness of it. It's when I realized that they had... Um, like little housekeeper elves because when you leave and you come back the bed is made and then when you leave for dinner and you come back there's dessert on the table waiting for you and your bed is turned down it was just like um the house elves in hogwarts it was like oh my gosh magic happens and it just magically appears like this because you never see the staff there they are 
super amazing and I want to give them all the kudos. I hope that they are not being, you know, underpaid or anything like that. I do believe in tipping all that other stuff. Um, but it was super amazing, fantabulous because they had, you know, oh, well, what do you want? Do you want the Brazilian steakhouse? Do you want the, um, I forgot what other place it was. The Brazilian mimosa. steakhouse is the answer at all times. Yeah. And this was when I was oh, eating meat. What? So, mimosa? um, yeah, so they have the brunch and you could do bottomless mimosas. I mean, everything is bottomless there, but you can do bottomless mimosas, bottomless mimosas. finger quotes. Um, but because it was Operation Hot Chocolate <laughs> on the beach, it was like, no, I just need hot chocolate. So you want hot chocolate in Cancun in December? Yes. Yes, I do. This is why we are here. This is the culmination <laughs> of the whole trip. Yes, whipped cream on top. Um, so long story long, my introduction to um, all-inclusives being the hard rock. That is like my now caliber. If we're going to do all-inclusive, I need it to be like a hard rock. Um, they are where I set the the standard. Now, if there's anything more amazing and fantabulous than that, please let us know in the comment section because it will be on my to-do list. But I am also not afraid or I don't know if afraid is the right word, but I am also um, open to going to a resort that isn't all-inclusive um, just to go and experience the town. Because even when we were in Cancun, we went out uh, because in my head, why do you go to a country if you're just going to stay on the resort? You could. No judgment. That's but- real go out and experience the world how about you hun um so there's a let's see there's a couple that come into my brain Mm -hmm. again my whole thing is i can be doing a lot of things as Mm -hmm. long as i'm with the right people Mm -hmm. but like i'm a disney bitch okay so a lot of my fondest memories are getting drunk in disney world yeah. With my family, specifically my siblings, drinking around the world at the World Showcase at Epcot with our T-shirts that Megan designed, my sister designed, that has a special logo for our family to drink around. And we're not messy. Let me just clarify that. We are <laughs> Irish-Italian. We are not messy drinkers we have fun we are the fu- we're that fun family that are like shit they're having a good time and we're not fucking up your time because i don't have time group. we're not we don't have time to fuck up other people's vacation because i'll be damned if you fuck up my vacation with your sloppiness you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so we're just sharing drinks we're snacking on shit because we eat what we're also doing like a tour of food yes um and yes, did my brother break his phone? Yes, because somebody bumped into him. Yes, because they were messy. Um, was that also the year that Irma was in Florida? Yes. Um, that was also the last day we were in parks before we were forced to stay in our hotel room for two days straight because of Hurricane Irma. Um, I was going to say, can we put a pin in yeah. that? Let's go back. How hard did he bump into your brother to break his phone? Um, he dropped it, and so the screen screen okay. cracked. Okay, yeah. right. so we had I'm a cracked like screen he, for the rest like of the Hulk fucking. Bumped into him and just like <laughs> trampled his phone. Like, oh my! You gosh. know, I would not have tolerated. You know, I get real rowdy on. Now I'm not messy, but if you fuck with my family or my friends while we're doing some sort of activity that we have planned for, um, I will get at you unless that family member holds me back and says don't, because I will not make a scene if they don't let me make a scene. <laughs> Because if I've learned, because if I've learned anything, um, when you're defending someone, make sure they want to be defended. Mm. Because it's not a, 
Cause it's, cause how much is it about you wanting to feel justice and how much is that person needing justice? That's a jewel. Yeah, no, I've really come to that. Cause I've just this strong, not just because of like the astrology, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, my Capricorn and like my, the, the, my Mars is an Aries. So I have this like this fiery nest just uh, this injustice, this sense of injustice in me. Um, so I'm constantly cognizant of like, no, 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 you should get, ask for your fucking napkin or like, no, you should get a robe from the hotel, like small mm-hmm. injustices, but also like, no, 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 that person definitely is saying shit about you over there. We should fucking say something to them or mm-hmm. God forbid I'm with my friend and we walk into a bathroom and my mm-hmm. friend presents masculine and some old white lady wants to go, don't you know this is a woman's bathroom? How fucking dare you be a goddamn bathroom police? Mm-hmm. My first inclination after I said, yes, we know it is. Thank you. Bye. After I first say that, if the person I'm with, who is this words are targeted to, just goes to the bathroom, lets it be, I'm going to stare that bitch down to let them know that they feel sh- feel shame for that. But my first, my second inclination is to be like, so let me, so tell me why you want to be bathroom police. Tell me why it's any of your business while someone wants to come here and pee in peace. Tell me why this is any of your fucking business. It's mm-hmm. fucking not. Mm-hmm. How dare you mm-hmm. try to come at anybody trying to use the bathroom? Who the fuck are you? That was my secondary, like, thought process there was to defend my friend Mm -hmm. but in that moment my friend didn't want any more attention brought to the situation did not need any of more that of that energy just wanted to use the bathroom and leave and then my then it's how are you feeling are you okay Mm -hmm. no they weren't Mm -hmm. so my next thing was hey universe can you help make sure that my friend is doing okay and not 10 feet later did someone say, hey, just want to let you know I love your style. I think you look incredible. I love your tattoos. You look gorgeous. Like, your entire style is awesome. You have some dope swagger. Mm-hmm. So that is what I could do in that moment. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, I had to, like, it has taken me a while because old Aaron would have cussed that lady out and let them know about themselves. Mm-hmm. But learning when it is a time for, you know. Is it about me needing to want to feel that sense, that sense of justice for somebody else? Or does that other person want that justice? That's an, uh, a really important adult clarification um, that some people still don't get well into adulthood. So kudos to you and just being aware of self versus friend and even knowing that they were not okay still Mm -hmm. being in a position to want to protect because i think at the end of the day it's about wanting to protect the people you love um yeah that just manifests itself differently for certain people but where um somebody would have not been as enlightened as you were and went off on the woman that might not have necessarily made that person feel better or it might have made them feel worse so you knew okay you will just get the whole stare down side eye um, and we'll be on about our day. It, it, it <laughs> So you didn't go into the whole, who are you to think? Um, let me help you to better understand. You just went on about your day. So exactly. And then I'm like, do I really want to get a, thank you. Do I really want to get arrested in a national park? Was my, you know, <laughs> it was in Another a national important. park. Right. Okay. Like, <laughs> right. That is another thing I like to say, finish the story for yourself. 
finish the story. So <laughs> what's going to happen? What's going to happen um, if said person wants to call the police or be take it to that next level? Um, what does that look like? Yeah. Finish the story. Like I'm going to be the... It's going to be, you know, wilding out queer person yells at old white lady. It's like she's going to play victim. So, you know what? I think the dirty look, the side eye, making sure every time she looked up, she made eye contact with me and let her know that she was wrong with my eyes. And I hope that sits with her. But now I don't remember where I was going, but... (laughs) Um, I was going to say, that that tangent went way, (laughs) I'm going to listen to this podcast and be like, oh, that's what I was saying. Oh, I think it was the person bumping into, to, um, Tim. Oh yes. Epcot traveling. Yes. So we put a pin in it. Yep. So traveling back. So yep. Epcot shirts that Meg makes for the family having a blasty blast food. Um, but I like I'm also good with like some of my other fa- favorite vacations are just literally coming to like visit you and my Sagittarius and mm-hmm. like literally just going hiking and mm-hmm. um taking time to like literally just get crab boils and watching right. movies and like literally those are also some of my favorite vacations and visits because I'm with people like I'm sharing space and time with people I want to share space and time with but I think it also just hits different in this pandemic mm-hmm. because we haven't been able to do that and right. so when we're able to do it again in a way that is safe right. it's almost like I'm so happy to sit on a couch with you mm-hmm I don't need to be now. Would I want to sit on a beach with you? That's that would be great. But like, right. even though, even though point of re- point of order, I fucking hate sand. It is the glitter of nature's. Mm-hmm. It's the glitter of nature and you never get rid of it. But mm-hmm. um, would that be preferable? Would I like to go to Disney World? Yes. But I'm not going to go there until it's absolutely safe like that. Plus, it's in the state of Florida. So like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not touching Florida for a long, long time. Um. Yeah. But I'm not going to be doing major travel until it's absolutely safe. So until then, it's traveling to other vaccinated people, mm-hmm. doing small things with one-on-one, hiking outdoor, doing outdoor stuff, you know, seeing the cherry blossoms, you know, mm-hmm. going to national parks, right? you know, getting food ordered out, stuff yeah. like that. But um in the future, I hope to go back to Disney World. Like, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm going to hysterically cry yeah. when I hear and see fireworks again for the first time. And I hear, ready to begin. Like, when I hear the intro song to the nighttime fireworks, um, I will hysterically cry. all these things are like is that what happens because i'm not so also fun fact uh aaron and our best friend's wife are huge disney um i don't know the fanatic isn't the right word Um, nerds you can say disney nerds i'm uh, i feel like there should be something beyond that but what if that is the appropriate term (laughs) that they are both and in my head it's i went to disney as like a kid so it wasn't really a big thing it was still like stroller size so it was you know just like teacups and mickey mouse or maybe whoever else was i think goofy was who was available side note um whole tangent remember this went to disney as a kid uh yes 
recently yes. heard Goofy is not a dog. Goofy is a cow. No. No. Goofy is a dog. Goofy is a dog. Type away all you want. Goofy is a dog. It blew my mind because I was like, what cow looks like that? No. Okay, hold on. Goofy, dog, or cow. It says dog. Yeah, he's a dog. 100% a dog. Yeah. It, it yeah. Really... Goofy is tall, anthropomorphic dog. Absolutely. See? I don't know. I don't know where you're getting that info from, but it's false. I can't remember where I heard it from, but I was like, wait, what? Why would you do that? There are other anthropomorphic cow characters. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, I, again, back. I'm not a Disney person. So going back to the whole thing, I'm not a big Disney person. So all the things that people say about Disney, it's like, oh, we do this um, because I'm only seeing Disney through my childlike eyes. Um, and I don't know all the adult things that can go down. So only when I hear these things from Aaron or said best friend's wife, they're like, oh, is that what they do there? Or uh, there are a few other people that I know who are um, Disney fanatics slash nerds. Um, but in my head, it's like, but what about the roller coasters? And it's like, it's not really about the roller coasters. It's the experience That's is universal. what I always, it's what it's I the, hear. It's the food. <laughs> right it's the food it's the drinks mm -hmm. it's the characters it's reliving parts of your childhood it's the mm -hmm. drinking it's the food it's the it's the um ambiance um mm -hmm. yeah it's the experience uh, it's the overall experience it's not just the ride experience yeah and i think that's what i'm it's did not i mention the food me. and drink yeah and so that's the other part because in my head it's like well <laughs> disney is so expensive why don't we just go insert any other amusement park with roller coasters because I am team roller coaster. Um, and it's like, there's yeah, it's not the shit same. compared. Yeah. And so that's, that's the big thing in my head to truly understand. I will need to go experience. And in my head, it's like, ah, ah it's so expensive. How have we known each other 16 years? Like, I feel like I fail. Like I, I'm going to, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this right now and say, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, that I've known you 16 years. And in those 16 years, I have not fucking once taken you to Disney World, yet I've taken M-ES3000 and his wife. Yeah. Because it wasn't but really not a, a you, big deal for Who me. I know would probably like it better than his punk ass, <laughs> who was just sour most of the time until I got him kind of drunk. And then he had kind of a good time. Yeah. No, I think... I think now with the baby, it'll be a little bit different because you'll see it through your child's eyes. But in my head, it's like, OK, well, maybe. And I guess it's also just because of the price tag that I know automatically goes with it. So I know I automatically want it to go. And I don't understand the difference in all the different parks. Um, so in my head, it's like, oh, Harry Potter World. Yes, that's definitely where we need to go. But Harry Potter World isn't necessarily Disney um it's universal it's right. universal it's a whole separate park whole and so separate in my company. head i'm like okay so it's disney and universal i didn't know there were two different things and then there's a different like when i was looking to see how much harry potter world was like well if you're going to do harry potter world you might as well do universal if you're going to do universal you might as well disney i was like ah it's too expensive it's too expensive well you harry potter ha the harry potter so diagon alley mm-hmm and whatever the fuck else the other places that i'm forgetting right now is Hogwarts. in the universal okay 
Yeah. Yeah, but it's called like it's like Diagon Alley and some other I'm forgetting the other things, the section of the park that's called that. It's like two separate parts. It's wherever where you take the um, train. The train goes between the two places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you actually have to have a ticket for both sections of the park because it's in two separate universal parks. One is Islands of Adventure and one is Universal. So without having both tickets to both those parks, you can't take the train because it goes from both parks. So you have to have like the park hopper pass or whatever it's called. It's called park hopper at Disney. But anyways, we don't need to get the nitty gritty of a fucking right. this Florida is not a Disney podcast. This is not a Disney podcast. <laughs> this is not a Florida vacation podcast. Um, um, Diagon Alley and what the fuck else is that other place? Isn't it called? the castle? It's not called the. I castle. mean, it's not called the castle, but it doesn't doesn't it take you to the castle? It yes, or the, the other- platform. Harry. Potter parks. What the fuck are they called? Because now it's just gonna drive me fucking crazy. Oh, it's called a park to park ticket. Oh, Hogsmeade. That's what it's called. Mm. Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. Like I was gonna remember it. Fuck off. Anyways, um, we'll get you. I will take you to Disney, to all four parks. We will have a good time, and if you need to for your for your pocket to feel good and your heart to feel good, we'll do a day at Universal. Yeah. No, I, I, when I go, it will need to be the full experience. Um, and so I'll just have to, you know, suck it up and uh, save money accordingly. Because what I don't want to do is ever have to go on vacation, but like, ah, oh, well, we can't afford it. We didn't save enough. So, yo, that's why I budget like a motherfucker. I mean, you yeah. can ask any of my friends. I it's the Capricorn in me. I have spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I have spreadsheets on spreadsheets. I when I'm saving money for a trip, when I'm doing my you know paycheck to paycheck um budgets, because I don't do budgets on a monthly basis. My paychecks are per my budgets are per paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, I never want to say, oh yeah, no, I can't afford that. No bitch. I also know Disney's pricing basically off the top of my head. So I can budget for food, for souvenirs and for random miscellaneous stuff. And I still will come out just barely enough when I leave. Like I will come out probably a couple hundred dollars extra when I leave. Yeah. You see in my head, I can't imagine what that looks like um thousands of dollars yeah exactly just in my head like how long are we staying here to obtain this first of all you need to stay from a tuesday to a tuesday because it's cheapest to fly that way second dear why have we become a fucking disney podcast right now like we I don't said, need it to- <laughs> everyone listening uh whatever is beyond disney nerd this is it i didn't know <laughs> until i came other vacation so kind of tangenting back to or uh looping back to vacation other vacation that was bomb was fourth of july going to see you and said best friend um and their baby um in circa 2019 remember so long ago oh yeah when you came to see my house and you helped me do my dishes Yeah, but we did also lots of stuff. Um, Shot the video. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Had the amazing bomb uh, potato tacos at that bar that still stick with me to this day. Do you have potato tacos? Um, Uh. I forgot the point I was trying to make there. Oh, well. 
something about a good vacation, Fourth of July. Yeah, no, it's gone. Get to see the baby for the first time. Right, the little bean that's all grown up. It's all grown up. Yeah, no, all gone. Fun fact: Sometimes I will start a conversation, completely forget where I was going to go with it, and just leave it there. If it's important, I'll, it'll come back to me. It'll travel with you and catch up. Right. It will or it won't. And I won't be heartbroken about it. (laughs) Yeah, you broke in the guest room in my house. Yeah, I did. I did. AKA Danny's room. AKA Danny's room. I mean, it's got a TV now, so it's a little more comfortable. I don't need a TV. But yeah. It's crazy. Um, So here's a good segue into... So tell me about a time you realized... Um, how small the world was now that we're talking about Disney. It's a small world after all. Tell me about a time you realized how small the world was. Um, I mean, I can go first if you want. Yeah, you go first because I, go first? I need to to pull some things, mental things together. Because you know I got a shit ton of examples. <laughs> like I said, you always have stories. You will always have a story. <laughs> um, So it's always fascinating to me how very, very big and very, very small the entirety of the earth can feel in individual moments in your life. There are points where you feel so by yourself at this very, very tiny thing on a very, very large rock shooting through the universe, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are moments when you feel like you know everybody in the world and you are just connected to everybody. Mm-hmm. And how both can exist in this like dichotomous space is just fascinating. Um, so one of uh, few a few examples, one of them being um, a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to go present at a conference in California. I'd never traveled to California before, and it was the first time I was going. As a Disney fanatic, I'm obviously not going to go to California, having been someone who has never been to Disneyland again, Disneyland being in California, Disney world being in Florida, having I've always, I already been to Disney world a bunch of times. Um, but I'd never made it out to California before. Cause it, it's expensive. It is expensive. So while going to California and having basically my work pay for it, I was like, Hey work, I'm going to stay a couple of days, um, and extend it into a vacation. And they're like, cool, no problem. You just have to, you know, pay for the, hotel for the last couple of days but obviously we'll cover the um airfare because it's just going to be in the airfare for you getting there and getting back and i was like dope as fuck so um i get there and so i do the conference it's my first professional conference i fucking nail it i'm presenting i feel on top of the world i then go to WonderCon, which is my first like comic-con situation and it's amazing and then that next day i spend two days at one day at disneyland and one day at um california adventure and i can go to either one at that day because i haven't chosen which one to go to and i only have one day per park and so i go and i say hey you know what i'm gonna go to california adventure you know today and then tomorrow i'll go to disneyland so it's completely random which park i decided to go to I get into California adventure i am so excited because this is the first time i'm going to any of the disneyland parks and the person at the the front was just like, hey, don't forget, you picked Disney California Adventure. You can only go to this park today. And I was like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Um, I enter in the park and it smells amazing. I'm overwhelmed by everything. I'm like <laughs> freaking out. I'm like by myself and I just feel so alone. I instantly mm. feel like, 
oh my God, if I could only be experiencing this with someone, it would be absolutely incredible. But I'm by myself and I'm just like, okay, we're just going to nail this. So I like go on a ride. I call my sister and I video conference her because I'm just like, I feel alone. And it's, it further sends home to me this concept that like, as much as traveling alone can be kind of cool, but experiences with other people that you love and care about really like rich, bring richness to an experience. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden I hear my fucking name and I'm like, who the fuck? They can't be calling me. I don't know anybody. I'm not here with anybody. And then I hear my name again coming closer to me and I turn around and it's one of the students I worked with a year ago from home, which is what, 3,000 miles away mm-hmm. in California, in this park at the same moment I was in when I easily could have chosen Disneyland to be in. How mm-hmm. small is this fucking world that we both chose to be at this park? Now, mind you, they're from California, so that makes a little sense. But that they chose to go to that park that day in the same park that I chose to go to and were in the same section of that park with me. Mm-hmm. And like we took pictures. I was shocked. We hugged. And I was just like, God damn, this world is small. Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. I was like freaking out because I was like, no way I heard my name. Yeah. Because I went from feeling like so alone and so tiny to feeling so connected to everything around me. Yeah. It yeah. happens. It'll pull it all together. It will get pulled all together. And then the other one being, you know, when I met my Sagittarius best friend, we met on TikTok, which is like this huge international uh, platform. platform randomly because I commented on one of their videos and sent him a message said, Hey, I think we'd be really dope friends. Do you want to like connect? We started connecting the day we connected. We found out that they lived fucking four miles from you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Holy shit. What is this fucking world? Yeah. And I was like, this is a sign. Like we got to connect more. And then we just, you know, started getting closer. And then eventually I came down to visit you and, saw them because you know what you don't do you don't meet people off the internet and just go and stay at their house that's it is not safe so what you do you go stay at your best friend's house which is just four miles from where they live and you go and you meet uh and you go have food together um with your best friend on speed dial yeah (laughs) yeah no play it smart folks don't nothing there are absolutely opportunities for things to pop up and happen organically um but it's 21st century. Play it smart. But like how small is the world that this person I randomly met off of TikTok lived four miles from you and right. then is now one of my fucking bestest, like literally one of the loves of my life. Right. That has been integral in the development of my queer identity mm-hmm. this past year. Like incredible. And I foresee us just continue to be incredible friends, like best friends. It's it's incredible. The world is so, so small. Yeah, no, as as large as it is, it is pretty small. I think of, I, when we talked about this before, it's more so, I can't think of like an immediate answer. There are like smaller things. So being from New York City, I feel like there's always some type of kindred spirit wherever you go and you're like, oh, where are you from? I will just say the city because New Yorker, <laughs> hello, the city how how would you not know what i'm talking about sometimes i have to clarify sometimes i don't fucking Um, new york city people but uh (laughs) shout out to all my new york city people um it is interesting to me that especially here in this mid-atlantic area that i live in um i realize that there are so many people that are also from new york and not just 
like New York, the state, but New York city. And, uh, it's because you kind of get like a city vibe from like a smaller city vibe. Cause it's certainly not, certainly not New York. Um, but you get a smaller city vibe and that like kind of satisfies if you're still looking for that city ish lifestyle, you, you get that satisfied and it checks off. Um, so thinking of even my, um, new neighbors like oh hey where are you from oh i'm from i'm you know from here or i'm from there it's like no i'm from new york really where in new york because (laughs) it's just the small little connections that you have um or even when we went on for my 30th birthday we went on a cruise and uh stopped in nassau and uh my family is blessed with the gift of gab and we can talk to almost anyone about anything and in that conversation um one of the women my aunt was talking to was saying oh yeah well where what cruise are you on where are you guys going she goes oh that's our cruise ship over there and we just came from the port of insert my city and she's like oh my niece is from there and so she's come over here this woman is from your port and they went over here and da Um, and it brought me (laughs) back to the whole, you know, how as a kid, your parents will talk about whatever things parents talk about. Um, and they will then hop on the idea of, oh, my child does insert whatever they do cartwheels five times back and forth really fast. You should see them said child, come quickly, come, come, come now do that right in front of everybody. Because I said, so. (laughs) do that, do it now do this dance, do this insert, whatever it is. Um, parents are good for that, especially as children at whatever family function or gathering or with coworkers, um, depending upon how young you are. Um, and I guess it might be a little different now because everybody has cell phones. So it might just show videos as opposed to making you do it in person. Um, but older millennials might have a, a greater appreciation of it. What I have found is that parents will still do it now in your thirties with other family members, with other friends, like, Oh yeah, my daughter does insert whatever. Or, Oh, um, (laughs) when my mom came down to visit, she had a little family, uh, virtual meeting on Google meet or zoom or something like that. And was talking to a cousin and trying to get them acclimated to getting on. And I was in bed under the covers and just saying, oh yeah, well, make sure you do this, this, and this. She's like, well, can I show you? It's like, well, I'm kind of naked under here. And so she then proceeds to show me under the covers <laughs> in bed anyway. And the cousin's like, oh, I get it. When you just want to relax, you want to relax. It's like, really, mother? Re- remember this, because when you are 85 years Damn. old and we're having a conversation <laughs> and it's going to be some new, like, uh, you won't even have a phone. It'll be like from either your wrist or uh, something else. It'll be some virtual whatever. Um, and they'll be talking about, oh, yeah, my mom does this. Ma, talk to him. You're going to be in the toilet. And we're just going to have a full on conversation. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the things because we all should be together in the moment to experience it. Because this is payback. Because the wheels turn and we're going to come back around to this whole stop putting your children on blast especially a child who doesn't care to be put in the limelight in the first place. And that has since gone on into adulthood. Don't put me on blast. I don't like it. I'm perfectly okay being behind the scenes. Thank you. Mic drop. Step off. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You said said when you're on the toilet. Yeah, it's going to be, it has to be something. 
And the thing is, we don't really get embarrassed. So it has to be something like, really? Is this what you're going to do? Yes, this is exa- this is where we're going to take it. This is where we are going to take it. Um, can confirm her family has the gift of gab. Um, yeah. Can confirm. As someone who, in, in, in case you can't tell, I guess you're listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> we, we both have the gift of gab. Yes. So my family also has a gift of gab. So I'm used to. So people being around people who have silver tongues and gifts of gab. Yeah. Um, I am silenced by her family. Um, <laughs> not purposefully, but there are moments where I'm like, I don't know. One, don't know what to say. Two, uh, sure can't get a word in edgewise. Yeah. Um, and it is both fun and nice because I'm like, hey, I actually don't have to bear the brunt of conversations with yeah, your no. family because usually it's me like constantly feeling like i gotta entertain but here i am i'm like oh yeah i'm with yeah, people no. who i can talk with yeah, or like they, will talk they, at me and tell me stories under yes. the table and that's just you know with no additional things in mind just a regular basic conversation could talk you under the table and then you add in like party atmosphere or you add in like food and alcohol and then it's just like a whole different level of um fun (laughs) but i'm basically family so it's just it counts yeah no it's it's coming back around so even like for your birthday um for the zoom party and having my parents just stop by real quick to say happy birthday um it's just a thing i know i I know what my parents are i know who my dad is and um this is the reason why i don't get embarrassed folks um so it just is it was a fucking who everybody loved your parents yeah because you're not expecting them I think that's the thing. Like you just, oh, you think of somebody a little older, a little bit more sedate, oh and that God. is not them. That is not. What them. did they say to me that floored me? Oh my God, they said something that I was like, holy shit! They just said that in front of everybody. What it was did probably they my say? dad. Then. Oh my God, it, it was, was your dad. No, 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 it was definitely your dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say my mom might be oh a my bit God. more sedate. Um. But no, my dad, he might have. But it was something, something that I was like, to smoke something to. Yes, I think that's what it was. It, it in my head, I I can have like a drop down list, uh, but it, generally, I might start there. Are you gonna have? Are you gonna go have a good time? Are you smoking? Are you drinking? Is it something to that effect? I feel right. like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I died laughing. It was the sweetest cameo. I want to say cameo. A little stop by. A little right. sprinkle little, of hi. Hey, happy birthday. Just a little spice on it for you. Um. So speaking of a fellow Capricorn, Capricorn Sun specifically. Hmm. Um, I just want to point out that my transitions in this fucking episode have been fucking dope. You see, it just takes time um, for us to kind of wheel it back around <laughs> and segue. Speaking of. Speaking of. Um, do, do, do. And on to the next. I'm, I don't remember what my jingle was from last time. I truly need to get a little better at that. But. Um, so sun signs. So this is what we're gonna talk about in astrology corner. See, I, I gotta I just gotta do, listen. Do do do. Um so as mentioned before, the sun is the core essence of who you are. It is your ego, your vital self, the central organization 
principle of the solar system and you. Um, ruled by the heart, the sun could be said to be the conductor of your orchestra. Life purpose and consciousness is derived from the sign the sun is in and modified by the house placement and aspects from the sun to other planets. Um, so again, this is your ego, your vital self, your central organizing principle. And this is what a lot of people are more aware of is your sun sign. Um, mm-hmm. so as we've mentioned before, I am a Capricorn sun. Siobhan is a Aquarius sun. Um, as a Capricorn, um, it is an earth sign. Um, also a sea goat. Um, our pri- the primary word really for Capricorn is achieve. We're focused on climbing the ladder of achievement, but may have a tendency to do so based on the expectations of the outer world rather than based on the foundation of self-trust, um, which is where the tail of the fish comes from um, in the seagoat situation. Uh, Capricorn is seen as responsible and determined, but also at times controlling and fearful. Okay, stop coming for my throat. Mm. All right. And again, this book I'm reading from is The Complete Guide to Astrology, Understanding Yourself, Your Science, and Your Birth Chart by Louise Eddington. Inwardly, although Capricorn is hardworking and law-abiding, there is often an underlying fear of never being enough. (gasps) (laughs) So, fun fact, Siobhan just bought me one of the sweetest gifts um, I've gotten. It is a bracelet that says, you are enough on it, because in many of our conversations... It has come down to sometimes, you know, let's just hashtag, let's be vulnerable right now. Um, I was going to say, we're going to get into this, huh? We're going to okay. get into it. Sometimes not feeling enough. Um, I've gotten better at feeling just generally enough for anything and all things, whether, whether it's work or personal. And now I have a bracelet I can look down on and say, no, you are enough. You are enough for yourself. You are enough for the per- your personal life. You are enough for your friends. You are enough for your family and you are enough at work. And if anyone or anything makes you feel any less, they are not designed to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on period. Right. So Aquarius, Aquarius is a, is a, is an air sign. Um, and the symbol for Aquarius is um, little squiggly lines. Right. <laughs> it's like waves, like waves mm-hmm. of energy. Um, let's see. Aquarians are the individuals of the Zodiac and their primary word is no, as in Mm K-N-O-W. Aquarians are often seen as the weirdos of the Zodiac as they are unpredictable, inventive, and original in nature. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can confirm. Mm -hmm. Aquarians are socially conscious and are dedicated to causes and reform, but they can also be emotionally distant, coming Mm -hmm. for your throat, and even anarchistic at times. Because they often feel alienated from those around them, they are sometimes tempted to betray their convictions to fit in, but their path is to embody their personal truth no matter what. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Aquarius, Oprah Winfrey, Bob Marley, Ellen DeGeneres, and Franklin Roosevelt. Hmm. I forgot to mention some famous Capricorns are Elvis Presley, Michelle Obama, Mm-hmm. And Betty White. Mm-hmm. So there's your uh, weekly, I don't know, weekly, every two weeks. There's your episodic um, astrology <laughs> corner. <laughs> Tinkling of like the wind chimes, <laughs> signal <laughs> leading on to something else. 
Um, so with all that said, is there anything else you want to touch base on for this wonderful episode of Mimosas with my besties? Yes. Um, as always. Oh, God damn it. I forget every time. And it's funny because it works with today in regards to vacationing. So future vacation will either be or could be put in a drop down list could be, Mm -hmm. you know, an RV situation where we're traveling somewhere and we go out also could be just to travel to like a glamp site. Um, But that might be so our glamping situation might be like this summer um meeting up with said bestie so that can be a a glamping situation so maybe i can check that off of my uh don't call it a bucket list it just won't involve an rv unless i yeah unless you get an rv you drive it to me and then uh, we drive it to where they are and then we take it down it's just to be a whole thing so i would i don't think we'd involve an rv we're not gonna throw the rv technically could glamp this summer yeah no that's I am looking forward to our glamping this summer because it is my, it will be my first major travel in light of everything going on. Um, because it is more realistic for me to do a plane than to drive. Um, just because. Well, here are my, here are my thoughts. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you this for the first time while recording live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What if I start, (laughs) I can always take this out, but what if I um, come to visit, right? But mm-hmm. like I come see Sagittarius Bestie, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm driving. I can then bring you up with me. But then how would I get back? If a plane. <laughs> I just, in my head, it doesn't, it's just so much easier. You can, that can certainly be an option, but in my head, it just, and then we can road trip together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we we go we road trip to where I am, and then we road trip to there, and then I can just send you back, all happy. And it's only a one way plane t- ticket that way. It's super easy, and it's yeah, less. Well, and listen, it's yeah. less exposure for you too. I'm just saying. These are my thoughts. These are my ideas. These are my thoughts and ideas. Yeah, I need to check live to on air. What the uh and it will be cheaper too. Possible consideration. Shot. It depends on what the uh if the flights have gone up significantly since which they probably the have. Well, I don't know. It depends on what significantly was cuz earlier this year it was only like $200. It was like 170 something. Um so if it's still within the $200 range, I'm willing to fly, but if it's going to be like 275 and above, we'll have to we, we just might consider well, that's what i'm saying sense. i will come down i'll spend two days with, with my them. sagittarius in my life mm-hmm. um and then i will so i'll spend two days with the sagittarius in my life mm-hmm. and then i will we'll road trip up you'll still stay with me and then we'll go on our trip listen everybody welcome to planning a trip with siobhan and aaron it's very simple this is how we do it this is when you get an Aquarius and a Capricorn together. So anyways, with 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 all that said, is there anything else you want to talk about? Hashtag we talked about glamping. We talked about vacations we loved. We talked about how small the world actually is. And we actually got Astrology Corner in. And here we are at the end with a little bit of a 
a view into how Aaron and Siobhan plan trips together. Right. I was going to say our communication, because even as we're talking now, I've already switched over to see it was Southwest, right? That's the hub. Yeah, um, that's like, the hub. Let's yeah. Let's see what Southwest looks like. Um, and I guess it depends on the time. I don't want exactly. so we'll to. We're not going to take up time on here trying to figure out all the things. No, um, we're not. So I just want to thank everybody for joining us for our podcast. Uh, We hope you laughed with us and in some way, shape, or form enjoyed yourself. We would love to interact with our listeners more via our social media accounts. And we invite you to submit topic suggestions that we will use at our discretion. You can find us on Instagram at mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast on Twitter at mimosas underscore besties on Facebook. You can search mimosas with my besties podcast and you can email us at mimosa. That's one mimosa mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com. That's mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com. We hope you have the best day you can have and stay hydrated. Bye. Toodles.